0: Jason Walls political editor in for Barry Soper. Hey, Jason. Afternoon, Heather. So Chippy's gone all, all, all in on the racism, has he again?
1: Indeed, yeah. He was at a marae in South Auckland today giving a speech. Um, he was flocked by uh, he was fla- um flanked, sorry, by a number of MPs. I think almost everybody in Auckland was there, and it was very much a a, a speech about division. It was about race, and it was centred upon Christopher Luxon. It was all it was about Nationals' campaign, but also bringing in the ACT Party, New Zealand First angle as well. So here's what Hipkins had. To to say about race relations in his speech.
0: The last National Party leader to take this approach was Don Brash. In 2005, I used to get incensed every time I drove from my home in Lower Hutt into Wellington and I saw a billboard up on the Hutt Road that had Ewe on one side and kiwi on the other. It was a blatant attempt to divide New Zealanders along the lines of race to suggest that somehow Iwi aren't Kiwi, was un-New Zealand.
1: So everybody will remember that campaign and how divisive it was. So I thought it was a little bit curious that he's comparing Christopher Luxon today to Don Brash back in 2005. I mean, we're a starkly different country now than we were back then. So in terms of what National has done to earn this reputation, here's what Hipkins said. Here was
0: his... And they've heard Chris. Oh, here's his rationale. And they've heard Christopher Luxon say... Well, buddy, you've got to vote on October 14th to get me into government when asked about signs that say kura instead of school. So comparing that
1: to what happened in 2005 is pretty marginal. I wouldn't say that the two are on the same level pegging. And even on that, I mean that's not even Christopher Luxon's stance. He's said in the past that he doesn't care about bilingual signs. It's not something that he's really focused on. So I think this gambit by Chris Hipkins is a bit short-sighted. I don't think that he is the Don Brash of 2023. Yes, there are some questions about New Zealand First and um, um, ACT with their treaty policy, although I will note that there was a poll that said most New Zealanders agree with that. Uh, But in Mm -hmm. terms In terms of what, you know, the Nats want to do, the the big thing is disestablishing the Māori Health Authority, but it's not devolving zero money away from Māori in terms of health. What they're actually wanting to do is um, give more money to Māori Health, um, to iwi Māori partnerships um, directly on the ground. Yeah,
0: rather than having it run out of Wellington by a bunch of people representing Māori interests, they want to have it run out. Of Wellington, basically on behalf of the whole country, but then you give the money to the local guys on the ground who are helping and working face to face with Barry, right? Exactly. So they just want to take it out of the bureaucracy and into the community groups, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, and it? I think most people would look at that and say that makes right. sense. Okay, so why is Chippy doing this? Well, why think- is he gone for the race this late in the campaign?
1: Well, I. They will say, and what Labour has said is they're trying to really mobilise South Auckland and and some of those communities to get behind in the polls, yeah. and so that could be a play at at mobilising some of the communities that feel that feel vulnerable and feel like that um, under a national led government they will be um, they will be in, in sort of they will be in defence mode the whole time. Um, so that could be a reason behind it.
0: All right, Luxon, what did he say?
1: Well, Luxon, he essentially was just like, well, no, you need to actually provide some examples about how we're going to be this Don Brash of twenty twenty. And he, he did mention the the Maori Health Authority situation. He um, is, you know, it's a bit tougher because you you ask him about New Zealand first. You ask him about ACT, and he says that's a problem for a different day. But just, I mean, that whole scenario, we're not getting any, and we I don't think we were going to get anywhere anywhere with him today about post election coalition talks essentially he's like what happens on saturday
0: it, what were you specifically asking were you asking about it with regards to race relations like a referendum
1: yeah well just essentially what his response to all of that was and just saying chris hipkins is the one that's bringing it up not him he's been relentlessly focused on outcomes rather than Yeah, does
0: that say to you that they're going to bring up race in the debate again because in oh, yeah. last debate um chippy brought up the the race thing with the the winston peter the, the new zealand first candidate yep the, yep. the so-called racist comment from them.
1: Yeah, and you could see that. Um, um, Hipkin um, Luxon was caught on the back foot with that one. He he gave yeah. quite a lacklustre answer on that one because he, he frankly was. not So is he setting it. us up for a bit of that? I reckon. I reckon he was. And you remember after yeah. the last debate, the next day he had this big speech on race relations up in Northland. Right. So I I think I wouldn't be surprised to see it again happen tonight.
0: Okay. What are you expecting from each of them tonight? What's the strategy in the debate? Because we've got the last debate, thank God, tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would expect um, Chris um, Hipkins to definitely be on attack mode. It's it's going to be attack, attack, attack. And I think the one thing that he has done well in these debates, if you look at the polls compared to when the debates have been, New Zealand vote first vote has slowly been eroded over that time. Um, as um, Nationals vote has been eroded over that time as he, as he tries to dig yeah. this wedge between the two parties. So I would anticipate he'd be doing more of that. Whereas Chris Luxon, I don't know, actually. It's a bit of a wild card. Does he double down on what he's announced so far but then he's just going to get smacked around on this tax stuff? Or does he attack Chris Hipkins and if he does that he's never going to win going toe to -to toe with him on that His
0: his only task is to look to us like forget about everybody else Mm. ask the voters, he needs to look to us like a Prime Minister doesn't he Mm -hmm. so does a Prime Minister come out and fight
1: well, it depends who the Prime Minister is. Um, I would say in this instance, fighting is not his strong suit. I would say he just needs to steady the course tonight and look more of a statesman than an, an attack dog.
0: Maybe so. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Um, that's Jason Walls, News Talk ZB's political in- editor, in for Barry Soap.
1: For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.